Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live and today we have special guest Sally Harmson who has just appeared in the movie Moloch that premiered in July and are exclusively streaming on Shudder. Sally, thank you so much for being here. Congratulations on the film. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. And thanks for being, thank you for having me. It is our pleasure to talk to you. I really enjoyed the film, like I told you before we got started. So let's get right into it. Uh, Moloch is a term that's referenced in the Old Testament of the Bible. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's condemned because it involves child sacrifice. So when you got the role of Beatrix, did you do any kind of reading on it whatsoever? Yes, I did. I did do some research, but uh, like the story that we use in the film, or that's that that the film is about, it's kind of a compilation of different folklore. Like it's, um, yeah, indeed, it comes from 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 a figure from the Bible, but also there's like some Dutch tales involved, and it's kind of a mixture. And I think Nico kind of made his own, yeah, idea of it. Exactly. Exactly. Now, you have done a wide variety of roles in your, you know, you've played a very big spectrum of roles in your career. Uh, what, what is it like being the lead in a horror movie uh, and carrying that burden where you are there like 90, 95% of the time on camera? I loved it. I really, really love horror. And uh, especially this film is like it's a psycho. It's also a psychological thriller, so it has a lot of depth to it. And for me, um, that's very amazing as an actor to play like a character that really goes through so much, and also kind of evolves during the the, the story. So for me, that was amazing, and I really liked that um, Amo the uh, DOP. Like he made really strong choices with light lighting and mm-hmm. like the style and I'm yeah, I'm 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 a real film nerd and I, I really like it when there's like big decisions being made creatively and everybody did that. So yeah, exactly. I was super and, excited. And, and one of the things that really stood out to me is how the movie, the beginning sequence, the scenes, ties in very well to the end and that sequence of events you know what i'm talking about in the closet the little girl in the closet uh in the beginning you're that little girl your character is that little girl in the closet in the end it's your daughter uh, that's in the closet and i love how it went full circle what were your feelings on how that was done yes well that's one of the things that for me really holds the terror of this film because for me it really is about these this um, inevitable, these inevitable things that you give the next generation as you become a parent, basically, mm-hmm. and kind of pass it on whether you want it or not. And in this film, that kind of has the, um, I don't want to spoil too much. I know. I, but you got to tiptoe around it. <laughs> yeah, in this film, it, it, has, it has a different form, but it is about that. It, it is about this doom that's, it's it's just it's gonna happen one way or another and you're gonna you you're gonna try to run from it but it will just slowly happen to you and yeah for me that is that's terrifying now and, uh, do you think yeah, that's the full that they make do you think that beatrix after suffering that childhood trauma and she moves to new york 
she sort of blocks it, represses it in her memory until she comes back to her hometown. I guess so. I guess she's trying to become a person of her own. She's trying to like start start another life and not continue this line. Um, but one way or another, she is being called back, basically, and she has to come home and things happen and yeah, then she has to take care of her parents and she she's she's tied to the place, exactly. tied to the house the family now when we see beatrix as as an adult back at her hometown how would you describe the character uh she suffered tragedy she lost her husband and she ends up going back from new york to the netherlands uh what kind of state of mind do you think your character is in at that point i think she is very much a survivor so she is emotional but not that much like she just continues she, she she just gets on with it basically she's she's quite tough and um she's someone who doesn't really please anyone so when somebody's trying to make a joke or and she doesn't think it's funny she won't laugh which i think is is very funny as a character <laughs> very dry um but yeah i think that would describe her the best that she's 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 really is a survivor and she just gets on with it she's not pitying herself but she just yeah, goes on with life. One of the big underthemes of this film is about a family curse uh, that has been following your family, and that's the presumption. As we go through the film, and you know, you you shot the film, read the script, and whatnot. It is your. Do you think it really is a family curse, or is it a curse on the town itself? Oh, that's a good question. Hmm, I think both. I think, yeah, I, mm, I think both, but I think this is kind of um, a symbol for, um, for all the families also in the town. I think every family in the town you could tell a, a similar story about, but we just zoom in on this family. Yeah. But I think that's, that's, that's what the situation is, but also... The, the members of the town, they're also involved. The community yeah. is also involved. But, yeah, it, the, I think the, the subject of the movie is more about the family curse that just, yeah, continues and continues, whether you want it or not. And the, the Moloch on how it was portrayed to us, with an, like you mentioned in the beginning, taken from little bits of parts of here and folklore there and put together into this entity that was really unique... It's sort of, uh, in my opinion, it's not really your family that was cursed, but it's whatever family the Moloch is attached to at the moment that is cursed. And yeah. It, and it goes from that family to the next family and, and so on. So in the movie, there is an archaeological dig going on yeah. in the town, and women's bodies are being discovered uh, in their graves with their necks slit vertically. Uh, yeah. Now, do you feel like the town has been supporting the ritual, the Moloch, whatever you want to call it, for as long as it's been there? Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the, the people of the town is kind of a, a sect also. They, yeah, they support it. They, they yeah, they, it's, it's kind of a god to them. So for them, it's important that it's, that it keeps 
keeps being fed, maybe also from moving to another family. Yeah. Because all the women that are being found are from the same family. So it's just one generation apart every time. But probably, if they would not support it, it would move to another family. I think you're right at that. That's very, very interesting. I haven't thought about that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, going back to the mashup of making the Moloch that we see in this movie, it's great. It's taken from like a term and sort of a a mention in the Old Testament of the Bible and then mixed in with sort of paganism as well to bring us this... uh, demon, whatever you want to call it. We don't really know what it is. Now, there's a big story within a story about families and betrayal in Moloch. Um, do you think Beatrix had... By, we get to, by the time we get to the third act, do you think your character is catching on as far as your family and their involvement in what's going on in that town? Uh, what do, what do you mean exactly? Like you know, we've. Uh, I'm trying not to give away spoilers as well. Uh, your family, you know, and the families and betrayal that we see within your family, as the yeah. movie progresses, do you think your character is has realized your family's involvement with the town's cover up of this? Yes, I think she is. She is suspecting something. Yeah, yeah. She is suspecting things because she finds out that her mother is not saying certain things that she should be able to know. Yeah. And she's not being taken seriously with everything that she's she tries to investigate, whether it be the sickness of her mom or uh, the bodies that are being found. Uh, the only person who actually takes her, not nah, he also in at, in the first place doesn't take her seriously, is uh, uh, the archaeologist. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think she's definitely her panic rises once she she has the idea that her family also is covering up certain things. Exactly. I think she can trust her father. And that's that's another great thing about this film is that we we're sort of thrown for a loop. Where we don't know who to trust and who who not to trust. Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? And yeah. it's all revealed in the ending. And just jumping forward to that ending scene where you're in that bedroom and surrounded. What was it like filming that scene? Uh, very technical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we had like this amazing... Uh, um, uh, special effects guy who was kind of controlling the the thing and uh, well that's my like- well that's a question I have now we see that we could say we see the Moloch at the end of the film what as an actress doing this film what point of reference did they give you to work with when you're like oh my god there it is how did that work out just well imagine just seeing something like that <laughs> not knowing what is going on you'll just be in complete terror exactly you yourself tied on a bed and something is entering you you're like whoa it's it's complete horror i guess yeah i guess it's quite simple that way like <laughs> it's just terrifying you're like what the hell is going on and 
you know, but it all gets explained in that ending scene. Uh, but it's also very emotional because the mom, she is present as well, and she, uh, yeah, takes her life. So it's also very emotional. So it, it's very, very double. It's not only fear, but it's also disbelief and grief. So many things. Exactly. Just before the movie goes into credits, we see all the women outside of the house looking in. Do you think uh, that the Moloch is keeping them there as sort of like prisoners? Or are they there out of their own will? So, I can tell you, but I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much. I don't know how much. Well, I, I mean, you know, you could. Okay, these women are spirits. Okay, we could say that much. And do you think that the spirits of these women are being held there prisoner by the Moloch tied to the land? Or do they choose to stay for the life that was taken away from them prematurely? I think both. Uh, I think the, the, the curse is keeping them there, and they also are there in order to try to stop this from happening yeah so they are also taking part in trying to stop the Moloch. so when it when it's moving on they will try to stop it by attacking the the person that the Moloch is inhabiting so it's also their own choice but they are they're also lost souls they have nowhere to go that's true that's true yeah and this is left this part is left up to viewer interpretation and that is the motives of this demon the the Moloch. uh we know that it wants children it wants to be a part of children's lives it wants to continue living through people uh and it's really left up to the viewer's interpretation of what the motives are of this thing what do you think its motives are what does it want does it just want to be on earth does it want to damage and devour and wreak havoc and destruction on families what's your take on that yeah it's very interesting but i yeah i would lean more towards an idea of that it's it's not so much an entity of itself but also a creation of the people and of the trauma that people go through so it's also a symbol for um or something that's haunting you if you don't look at it. Yeah, yeah. emotions, negative energy, and yeah. all that stuff. And it manifests. That's yeah. That's the way I see it. But I think there are many different ways of viewing at it. You can also see it like as a as a separate entity within a story. But for me it has a more philosophical meaning, I guess. No, it's very interesting to hear your take on it. Now, when you approach a character, uh, in this case, let's you know, let's go with Beatrix. Do you try to find some elements in that character that you can relate to to help you get into that character? Yeah, of course. I will. I will. First of all, I always start with the material that I have, so with the script, and then I just try to study study like the psychology of this person. Why is it? doing certain thing why is why is it saying certain things and why does one action or one thought leads to another action and leads to another situation and once you really understand that you can kind of tap into their vibration and kind of become the character so for me that is 
um, it starts up very rational and then I try to connect with it and try to fully, fully, fully grab it, understand their, the motives and then, yeah, then you can tap in. I and love then sometimes like a physical thing that you want to add the way she walks or, or a certain tone of voice or something, but not always. Sometimes it's, that's just yeah. extra. I love hearing how you know different actors approach how to get into character and and do their craft. I think it's amazing. Now you have worked on a lot of European, U.S. productions. Uh, for right now, where do you see the most opportunity for yourself? Is it in Europe? Is it in the United States? You've worked in both places. Where do you see the lay of the land right now? Interesting for me. For me, the most important thing is that i i just want to make cool stuff yeah like whether it's it's here or or in in the us or in france i don't know whatever i will go there and 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 take part in the project and i i always want to um discover new 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 characters and make new things things that i haven't done before so i i really like to step out of my comfort zone and i love to trans transform mm -hmm. and with that understand different people and raise awareness of uh more empathy basically. yeah yeah totally so, uh, i don't know i'll see i'll see where 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 the road goes yeah, yeah exactly now uh we're almost out of time but i do want to ask you uh a final question you're starring in uh, a bunch of upcoming projects uh film and television uh, is there any one particular project that you want to talk about and let people know that you're really excited about? Um, yes, there is one film. It's called Sea of Time. Mm -hmm. And it's about a young couple that um, travels the world in the late uh, beginning 70s, travels the world on a sailboat. It's actually from, from a true story. Um, and they have a little kid and the little kid disappears mm. and this is actually a love story about how those two parents cope how those two parents grieve and how they try to stay together like it's really a love story very like a big drama about how they try to save their 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 relationship their marriage while uh, dealing with this immeasurable grief in totally different ways that sounds so, great yeah, it's a very, it's a very, very beautiful film. It will be opening the Dutch Film Festival next week, so I'm pretty excited about that. Speaking of distributors, uh, you know, did you know right away that Moloch was going to go to sh was going to be a Shutter exclusive, or was that just not known until later on? No, that was a surprise. Yeah. I'm very happy with that. Exactly. I mean, Shutter is like, you know, part of AMC, one of the biggest studios out there. So anyway, Sally, congratulations on the film. Yeah, if, guys, if you have not watched it yet, it's available right now on Shutter AMC Plus. It's called Moloch. It stars uh, Sally Harmson here. You will not regret watching this film. It will keep you on the edge of your seat. I want to thank our guest. I want to thank all our viewers. Who, those who are tuning in live and those of you who will tune in later on sally again big thank you on behalf of sally <laughs> and myself guys stay safe and stay walking bye bye thank you bye bye <laughs>